0: train don't run out of
1: Wichita, less than you're a hog or a cattle. Hello and welcome to this episode of Game on Girl, the podcast where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your, I mean, I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. <laughs> Countryfied.
0: <laughs> Always.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this week in Gender Cells, we'll see girls who love gadgets and football. In this episode, we'll give you our suggestions to load onto your mobile devices for the holiday travel season. So stay tuned, and we're glad you're listening to Game on Girl. So it's not always easy to be the woman who likes traditionally masculine activities. No. No. We, we know this. We know this is true as gamers, because a lot of times, you know, you catch some flack for for being interested in games and uh, some stereotypes that most gamers are men, blah, 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 which, you know, we're trying to disrupt very much with the show. Um, But this is also true for women who like activities or pastimes other than gaming that are also traditionally masculine. So today we have two commercials to talk about, which break this tradition and actively shout out to the women who fall into these not so stereotypical fandoms, and I have to say that this is one time when we're talking about two commercials that I absolutely love. Yeah,
0: and the I I can't tell you how thrilled I was the very first time I saw the um, the NFL. They're calling it the F O M O F commercials. Yes. The um, fear of missing on out on football yes fear of missing out on football
1: yeah it's a whole series i guess yeah
0: and uh the very first one i saw was uh the woman to the baby shower mm-hmm. and it starts off with uh girls ooing and aahing over baby onesies and stuff and i'm just like what the heck And then it goes to a woman who's wearing a pink football jersey and she just looks into the camera and she goes, I'm missing football for this. (laughs) And I was like, oh,
1: snap. Well, then the best part is she takes like a pink cupcake and (laughs) shoves it it in her mouth with like such utter disdain. It's really, it's really kind of hilarious.
0: Yeah. And I tried to find the new one. I saw a new one this past weekend. Um, And it's a, a really cute, stereotypical to me, girl next door, little blonde hair, cardigan sweater type look. And she's in the back seat of the car with her fiance, and her in laws are in the front seat. And she's holding up her engagement ring, and she's like, you know, I- I'm really bothered as to whether I want to join a family where I'm actually in the car instead of watching football. And so obviously they're driving somewhere, and she's missing the football season. And she's Mm. rethinking her entire future (laughs) (laughs) because this family doesn't respect football. Oh, that's funny. Yes, find uh, it's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) But uh, I'm I'm a huge NFL football fan. That came way before I lived in Dallas and. I was a huge Cowboys fan before then. But, I mean, that's what we did as a family growing up. We watched football mm-hmm. on Sundays. Yeah. And it was um, it was always my, my mom and my dad arguing over the fact that the Oakland Raiders were too mean and the Dallas Cowboys were the good guys.
1: Oh, the White Hats.
0: Yes, yes. And Dad would just laugh at her and laugh at her, and she would just get more and more aggravated. But... <laughs> um, I grew up I grew up loving football, so that commercial, I was like, that's right, on Sunday. I can't wait for football season to start. So, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It hasn't already started?
1: Is it started?
0: Oh, no, that's what I think. Oh. At the, after the Super Bowl's over,
1: I'm I so see. sad, and I was I just see. like, when is football going to start? Oh, I see, I see. I miss it. Yeah. We watched a lot of football growing up, too. My family did, but um, it wasn't uh, anything that I kind of stuck with after I left home and I still, I never really understood. I still don't really understand all the nuances. I mean, I understand the basics of the game, but I'd rather watch hockey. Oh, hockey's great. I love hockey. Hockey's bloody. And I think that mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I like about it. Yeah,
0: it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. We were in um, Dallas when the Dallas Stars won the Stanley Cup. Nice. Nice. Yeah,
1: I played that's... hooky from work and went downtown for the parade. Oh, well that's that's pretty mandatory because how often is that going to happen? Yeah, probably not again. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. And all those great <laughs> hockey
0: players have, have already uh, retired. In fact, one of the, I think one of their sons is now playing. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, so well that's goes. Fast. Yes. in
0: fact, we were, <laughs> we were this. OK, this is how bad it was. They were in this. They were in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and if anybody anybody remembers, they were. I mean, it was tied up. The playoffs were tied up, and they had already gone through like three overtimes for the last game. Mm-hmm. And it was in the wee hours in the morning, and I was in East Texas at my in laws' fiftieth wedding anniversary, and the Stars won the game, and I wanted to drive back to Dallas so I can meet the team at the airport. <laughs> And my husband wouldn't let me. He goes, we're here for my parents' anniversary. Right.
1: (laughs) And I was like, the stars, what? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you understand what this means?
0: If we left right now, we could be at the airport
1: when they arrive. Right, right. We did. Just sad. Yes. Just sad. <laughs> well, you would have loved it. When I flew to New Zealand, uh, they were hosting the Stan- the Stanley Cup, I think. Ooh. No, it wasn't. They? No, no, no. I'm totally wrong. They were hosting um, the, oh, God, the Rugby World Cup. Yes. That's what they were hosting. Yeah. Okay. And so the, um, the safety video on Air New Zealand uh-huh. was the All Blacks team. So it was members from the New Zealand rugby team doing oh. the, the thing and I, only what made me think of that was the the stanley cup which is you know just showing my lack of knowledge of sports just in general um but there's also they have a new one out right now and air, air new zealand has a new safety video that's the hobbit oh really an actors from the hobbit oh <gasps> really and Peter Jackson man and they have a plane that has smog on the side of it okay now I just want to go to New Zealand yeah it's pretty awesome it, I have to say that you know Air New Zealand is they're just they have a cheeky you know fantastic sense of humor in general but the fact that they'll go to those lanes I mean Peter Jackson makes a cameo in their safety video man how cool is that right and the act there's actors some of the actors from um the Hobbit are in there. They're the ones doing the narration for the safety video. You actually want to watch the safety videos. I know, zone. but you would have loved it because you know the 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 rugby players are very big and very buff. And so there's one <laughs> scene in the one that we saw where a woman's trying to put um, a framed picture of one of the players like up in the overhead compartment. Uh huh. And he comes up behind her and like picks a little old lady and like picks her up so she could like put it in. <laughs> It's so cute. So cute. Just so well done. Anyway, if you, if you oh, haven't okay. seen those, you should go out and check them out because there's always something, something oh, amusing yeah. to watch from I our New Zealand. To but um, total oh. rabbit hole. We just wandered down. That's all right. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. Uh, the other commercial that we wanted to talk about is um, Betty White uh, advertising for a Sharper Image.
0: Yeah. You sent me that clip just recently and
1: I was I was able to look through it. Yeah. Um, uh, how did you find out about it? Uh, I found out about it because there was a discussion on a listserv that I'm on um, that, that talks about gender issues a lot of the time, and someone had posted it as this, you know, well, this is awesome kind of advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. So... Basically I, I and I hadn't I, when I watched it I kind of had to laugh because it's really it's really well done. I am curious and I'm gonna I'll pose a question to you after we describe the commercial. After I describe yeah. the commercial, I'll pose a question to you about it first. But um, so the basic idea is uh, Betty White is sitting in one of the vibrating, you know, recliner chairs from Sharper Image and she's going through all these uh, these different gadgets that are in her her it's not a man cave it's a betty white cave <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which is how they introduce it you know the man cave and then it's like no 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 it's a betty white cave um and she's going through and she's telling all these sort of tall tales about where she got all these different gadgets from and all these uh, stories about how it's one of a kind or one of three in the world and and then in the subtitles they're saying no, you can actually buy one for $1.99 at our on our site, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. And all these things. So it's just it's really kind of, you know, cute and interesting and kind of fun little little play. And she's dropping celebrity names is where she got the, the different gadgets from, et cetera, et cetera. But the best part is at the end where um, they put, you know, big text across the screen that says, Oh bite me, girls like gadgets too. <laughs> And I was like, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it was Betty White. I mean, the screen the screen goes black, like you said, and the, mm-hmm. that text shows up and it says, for every man on your list. And all of a sudden, you hear Betty White go, oh, bite me. <laughs> and the screen goes away, and it's her sitting there, and she just sort of cuddles the way she does the little cute little old woman cuddle. And she's like, girls like gadgets, too. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's the absolute best part of the whole commercial it is absolutely the best part of the whole commercial um that you know the other the lead up to it it's a long commercial it's two minute commercial yes um so it is a long commercial but um it's worth it for that last line yeah yeah you do have to hang in there for the last line so i'm curious I, I mean, I love the I love the commercial. I love the concept. I, again, I love that companies are, you know, sort, sort of calling themselves out on their own past marketing. Yeah. You know, um, with both these commercials, we see that from Verizon and from uh, Sharper Image. So I, I love that kind of play that's going on. I think that's great. Um, I'm wondering what you think. What is it about Betty White? Well, like, first... she has like this cult thing going on, and I, I've just been yeah. fascinated by its kind of evolution. But what do you think it is? Well, I think it's a lot of things. I think, one, it's
0: timing. Um, I think that it was just a niche. It was just something that hit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, second, she is um, a comedic genius. Yes, that's true. I mean, the the woman has come up in the ranks. Yeah. I mean, if you people will just sit back and think about, I mean, Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, the Golden Girls. I mean, she's always been involved with a hit and she's she's also been involved with some of the the best and most famous comedians that we've ever had.
1: yeah, her her timing is impeccable and her presence is like you said, when she does that like little old lady cuddling of the the mm-hmm. gadgets, it's just that face.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the shtick that also, I think that's the other third ingredient is that she's got the perfect Mm shtick. She, on the Golden Girls, she was the ditzy blonde, innocent, and, you know, you wouldn't hurt a fly. Right. And now
1: it's hysterical to see her be mean. Right. Exactly. And to, to completely flip on the stereotype of who she's been and who she's played. Yeah.
0: Because she still has that cute little face mm-hmm. and just, she just smiles. I mean, th- there's nothing funnier than like, if you watch Lake Placid mm-hmm. when, when she says, I don't like your friends, I hope an alligator eats you all. <laughs> it's just, it's hysterical. She's this cute little old woman, and she's, you know. Have you ever, you've seen Hot in Cleveland? I haven't seen Hot in Cleveland. She she is nasty to these three girls on that show. And it is hilarious. Mm, it's just, yeah, she's just, She, I think that. Those three things, I think, is just timing mm-hmm. and the fact that all she has to do is smile. Yeah. And you've got the instant stereotypical grandmother that everybody loves. Right. And then she says things like "bite me."
1: Right, exactly. That's what everybody likes. It, it's it's breaking it's breaking through. I mean, I guess we can look at both of these commercials as having the same theme of like breaking through mm-hmm. stereotypes and breaking down stereotypes, which I was really glad for because I was kind of like, I mean, I appreciated the tall tales, you know, like some of the like, oh, this came from George Clooney's house, and you know that yeah. kind, that kind of stuff. But I also felt like they were playing a little on ageism in that, like, oh, she couldn't remember where she gotten things from or that kind of stuff. So I was glad that they were breaking out of some of the stereotypes. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was worried that it could really have gotten easily mired in that that idea of she didn't know or she couldn't remember that, you know, making fun of old people thing. And if it would have gone that direction, I would have had a very different feel about it. But because she's like, bite me, I'm like, all right. Yeah.
0: So. I, for the, for the most part I don't I didn't think that the commercial was written very well mm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it saved itself with the closing line. Yeah. I mean, it completely saved itself because to me that was the point at which I really saw Betty White.
1: Right. The, the rest of the writing I just didn't feel like fit her. Yeah, and- it did, it didn't highlight that 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 juxtaposition the little old la- the yeah. little old lady with the sharp tongue and this what no. we're sort of getting from her. And if that's what we're going to go with, and that's the stereotype she's going to project, then you need to do that throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Not just for the end of it.
0: Yeah. Or all the or the uh, naughty old lady that she plays sometimes. and Right.
1: Uh, the drunk little old lady
0: or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then she's got that grandma smile. And you right. just know she's got an apple pie in the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah. You just hope it doesn't have any arsenic in it. <laughs> exactly. Or she won't offer it to you. Right. You like an apple pie. But I'm not giving it to you. Yeah. I should make you smell it
0: and then not have any. <laughs> I, mean, I think that uh, it's like with everything else in Hollywood, it is it is just freakish timing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Interesting. Because it
0: was almost nobody else that right now could come up in the ranks and copy that shtick.
1: Yeah. It was funny because I looked back at Golden Girls and the Mary Tyler Moore show because I was trying, it was, it was her birthday or something, and they're celebrating her birthday, and I was like, but I feel like she's been 70 her whole life. <laughs> you know, and I looked back, and she does look younger in, you know, in... Obviously, in Mary Tyler Moore and in Golden Girls, she didn't she didn't look that old in Golden Girls, Oh, you know, at all. Actually, none of them really looked that old at all, even though we have this kind of idea that it was a show about little old ladies. They weren't, you know, they weren't old per se. Um, but the thing is, is that, she, you know, her look hasn't changed. Her hair hasn't changed. Her clothes haven't changed. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I think she, she's kind of been marked to be our epitome of little old lady <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for like the last 50 years. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good branding. <laughs> it, that's
0: exactly it. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's it excellent PR and she's
0: just, um, She's a, an ex, a very well experienced professional comedian, yeah. I, and it, I admire it because she's um, she's single in her
1: class, and she's mm. a woman. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And comedic go, timing is so. no joke. I mean, to, to be funny is it takes a lot of talent to be able sure. to pull off a lot of a lot of that stuff. So
0: I, I've heard it. I've heard actors say that they that it's harder
1: to do comedy than drama. Oh, I have no doubt. Uh, actually, yeah. I know from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> from my own days as uh, being up on stage and and performing um, and doing improv. And and improv can go way wrong, way quickly. Um, And it's a real risk when you put yourself out there with nothing prepared. So, yeah.
0: Well, we really enjoyed the commercials this week. And as as you can tell, we didn't have any negative commercials this time, which I really thought I'd see a lot coming out at Christmas. uh, Everybody seems to be um, handling things pretty even-handedly, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd love to have a segment where all that's is all we've got is is
1: excellent yeah.
0: stereotype commercials. So, yep. but if you guys have seen anything, we always love to to hear what you're seeing and uh, put us in touch. This is where we get a lot of our great material is from our listeners and leave the comments or uh, tweet it to us or anything like that. And because we'll we'll get it, we really appreciate it. <laughs>
1: So we're heading into that time of year where many of us are packing up to travel to go see our loved ones and our friends and family for the holidays. And so we thought we'd give you some suggestions of some entertainment you might carry with you as you as you hit the hit the road. Uh, be it by planes, trains, or automobiles. So, uh, what topic do you think we should start with, Rhonda? We've got a lot of a lot of suggestions here. Um, I don't
0: know, but I was curious. I wanted to ask you: when you were younger, did you and your family ever go on long trips, car trips?
1: Yeah, we. Uh, my father didn't fly. I think, oh, okay. Ever, um, and we, most of my family was was local to where where I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, but um, uh, we pretty much exclusively did vacations and trips were always car trips There were always you know my my brother moved to uh like logging town like three or four hours away from where i grew up and so we would drive up there um, for holidays sometimes and for different events and things and just and just to visit um so we were always in the car
0: <laughs> so were you one of those kids that carried like a half a dozen books
1: with you when you went and a Pencil box and uh, yeah, pretty much. I, I i always had a book. I couldn't, I couldn't always read in the car because I would get um motion sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did, I don't know how old I was, but I got a handheld Pac Man, Ooh. Uh, a game that I had, and I played that so much, uh, traveling in other times, you know, when we, we would be on the road or we'd be traveling together that I had actually memorized the pattern of where the ghosts came <laughs> from, yeah. So I knew exactly how to beat it time and time again. So, um, yeah, so that was that was one of my favorite things. So it was sort of my my first uh, smartphone or <laughs> yeah. iPod or tablet or whatever it is. That was essentially what it was for me was playing Pac-Man in, uh, uh in the backseat of the car. Uh, with the sound turned down so I didn't drive my father crazy. Well, why don't we start there then? Why don't we start with uh, games? Okay, we can start with games. Um, I had a suggestion when I had, th- I don't think I've talked about before, uh, a game I found. For a while, I was I was following a, um, an app that uh, suggested free apps every day, like free things you could download every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got kind of out of control with <laughs> <laughs> The free apps that I had managed to download because there were always games like every day there was a new game you could get for free. And I had downloaded this one game and I I totally forgot about it. And I was going through my, you know, purchase list on my iPhone. And I came across Word Solitaire. And I'm like, huh, I wonder why I haven't played this more. So I downloaded it recently and it is just that it's essentially a solitaire game where you have, you know, X number of cards across the top and then, you know, a series of cards underneath and you have to unveil all the cards, you have to reveal all the cards and make them all into words. And the words are worth more points, of course, depending on the letters that you're using. Oh. And it's really fun. It's really quick. It's really easy. But it's um, challenging at the same time. I'm actually stuck on a level now. I can't remember. 30-something, I think, um, where they focus in on a single letter. So I'm on this, the Cs, I think. And I haven't been able to get past it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I need to I need to resign and start it over again because I just kind of blew it. Um, but you get the first 20 levels of it free, and then I think it's $2.99 for the, the full version, which has like 200 levels that you can play. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's one of those that you can, you can really kind of get into a groove with and, and is good for killing time at the airport or in the car or on a train or wherever you might be. that you'd be using your handheld device to you know, keep yourself entertained. And what device do you have that on? I have it on my iPhone. Oh, okay. So I know it's available for iOS. Um, I think it might only be available for iOS, but I'm not sure. I found it in the App Store. So. Yeah, that's what I. The only thing that
0: I wish with the um, the Kindle Fire is that there were more games. hmm They're um they're really few and far between. Although the ones they do have are good. hmm Um, there's not too many of them that I would pay for. There, a lot of the free ones, I, I just really just don't even bother. Except for Candy Crush. <laughs> Candy Crush is a great one to take because you ne- you don't lose your progress. Right. You can sit and play one game for a few minutes. Right. Um, it's a quick in and out type of game. Um, that's a really good one for uh,
1: not needing a lot of your attention. Right. Just something to, to occupy yeah. your time or keep you busy for a couple minutes at a time. That's yeah. That's essentially how I feel about the Blitz, even though it's a you know a minute based game and you do have to kind of play it in you know in timed rounds but
0: yeah yeah and the 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 kindle fire also has bejeweled blitz and bejeweled 2 nice um i downloaded two games i haven't test drove them yet um there's an official jeopardy game Mm mm-hmm and The Dark Knight re- uh, Returns, I believe, which I thought was Arkham City, but it actually is based off of the movie. Oh, okay. But it got good reviews, so I went ahead and purchased it, and I was like, well, I'll see. The video looked good, so I'm going to try those two out. I thought maybe the Jeopardy game might be a good one to play with um, with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say that it could make a good, yeah. a good group game. That's what I, that's what I was hoping, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be hanging out with some people during the holidays, in traveling, right. that it'll be good pastime. So yeah,
1: yeah, we found we'll that. With, out. Well, yeah, we found that with the um, family feud. There's a family feud app. Oh yeah. Oh, Not, that would be a good one. That's fun to play in a group when you have a bunch of people who are sitting around, you know, waiting to, yeah. you know, travel or waiting for a restaurant or something like that. It's it's because then you can pull on everybody's strengths. So. Well, what about books? Uh, books. I had two, I had two suggestions for books. Um, one that is holiday themed, uh, which is probably my favorite holiday themed book ever. Um, it's called The Stupidest Angel. It's by Christopher Moore. Have you read any Christopher Moore? I don't think so. You need to read Christopher Moore. I don't know how I have like managed not, I, I I just haven't like been keeping up on his, on his writing recently, but he, it's, it's comedic novels and, and that's another thing that's really hard to pull off cuz it's really easy to pull off like a serious novel but to pull off a funny novel,
0: oh, that's so hard.
1: It's it's a real talent and he's he's a great writer. What's best about his writing though is that he has his characters overlap from book to book. Oh, yeah, cool. But they're not necessarily like serials. They'll just like uh-huh. a character from another book will show up in a new book. It's just really but it all makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, the Stupidest Angels is about Christmas and zombies. <laughs> so there, I don't really need to say anymore. No about it. Um, if you can pick it up for your Kindle, you should. they do have a Kindle version of it, I know,, because um, yeah. I saw it today when I was looking, so oh, cool. pick it up. Um, it's not a very long book. Uh, there will be some in jokes that you won't get because the stupidest angel features characters from many of his books, kind of come together in that one. Oh wow! Um, okay. So you'll you might get intrigued by a certain character, and if you do, then you can go look up that character <laughs> and find out yeah. if there's another book that focuses on that particular character. Um, my other series that's a favorite of his is. Um, uh, He's got a series of vampire books. The first one's called Bloodsucking Fiends. <laughs> and then the second one is Bite Me. And then the third one is You Suck. <laughs> See, those I think I may have heard of. Yeah, those are the those are um uh, kind of one of his top his best trilogies. Okay. Um a lot of the other stories are um, you know, the, the books are just one story. He doesn't have like those those characters were so powerful that he actually wrote the sequel because people wanted him to write it so badly nice. <laughs> after blood sucking fiends his fans were like you have to write this you have to write this and so those those came out after that for that reason so he's it's just got a great sense of humor um i know a lot of people around the holidays get kind of stressed out it's a really good you know tension stress reliever because you're laughing it's it, those are the kind of books that you laugh out loud at and you feel so dumb i mean how dumb do you feel when you're reading a book and you're laughing out loud <laughs> yeah yeah you, know, you just you just can't help yourself but that's that's christopher moore so you should check that out awesome yeah did you have some book recommendations um
0: yeah uh if you didn't read ready player one this year because we recommended it earlier um that is a good one to get for the holidays. Um, uh, it's one that you could read on the plane very easily. Uh, it's a little more involved. If you need something that's not quite as involved, I would highly recommend getting the Long Halloween graphic novel. Okay. I think I remember. Um, Did
1: you talk about that one earlier this year too? Um, I don't think so. I don't think
0: you talked about another graphic
1: novel. I can't remember. Yeah. Was called though.
0: Yeah. Um. I I talked about a couple. I I read Mouse and uh, right. Funhouse, but uh, The Long Halloween. Actually, it comes out on Kindle version. You can get it on Amazon, and the, but the hard copy will be just as entertaining. It's absolutely gorgeous, and it's not another committed read it's very easy to sit down with a graphic novel and read a chapter and then leave right. it yeah you know? yeah
1: pick it up and so. put it down
0: yeah but the idea that you can get it digitally as well is nice
1: yeah i, I really like that idea too yeah well it's, what about for music for music i um i wanted to recommend another another holiday recommendation although their regular music is great too there's a group canadian group called the good lovelies And I found them last Christmas because my Pandora put them in my Christmas station. Um, And they have a Christmas album called Under the Mistletoe. And from that album, I went back and found all their other work and their new stuff. And uh, it's three female singer-songwriters. They write their own music, and they do fantastic harmonies. Just, I I can't even, like, begin. If you like harmonies, and if if you're, you know, like me, and you have a history of having done some singing in uh, choirs or you know groups or anything like that and you sort of understand and appreciate harmonies the good lovelies are fantastic they have a great sound very unique sound to the point where I wanted to make just a regular good lovelies station on Pandora and they were unable to do it (laughs) because there's really pretty much nobody else out there that sounds like them their christmas music is a lot of fun so under under the Mistletoes, a christmas album came out a few years ago um and they've had uh two albums since then i think and they had one previous to it so um we'll have links up on the site so make sure to go check them out i love you know small independent music just as much as small independent games so i think you'd enjoy them yeah I'm not um I'm not a big music person. I'm not really either. That's actually in terms of like pop culture, like yeah. the place where I have like the the biggest gaps are are my music knowledge. So but yeah. when I do find something and I like it, I do kind of tend to like enmesh myself in that and yeah, learn a lot about it. so. So what are your music recommendations?
0: Well, my recommendations are not my recommendations. I,
1: <laughs> I actually... Oh, is that so? <laughs> I
0: actually asked my friends who actually are, are very much into music. I was like, okay, I don't know what to recommend to people this year to listen to on their mm-hmm. on their iPod. You, but they've got really good musical taste. So I asked them, and they recommended the Menzingers album on the important patch. On The Impossible Past. Okay. And uh, I'm not familiar with the Menzingers, but I'm going to get it because they recommended it. And uh, that's besides that, all of my music is old. <laughs> and I uh, think for easy listening, if you need something that you can listen to in the car or on a plane and you want to be able to go to sleep, I would listen to uh, Tony Child's. Although her, her Union album is it's full of a lot of angst. Mm -hmm. if you're uh if you tend to be depressed during christmas i wouldn't listen to it (laughs) but it's um it's soothing she has an amazingly beautiful voice
1: awesome
0: um if you need to drown out the screaming babies around
1: you or the chatty people i recommend uh lincoln park minutes to midnight always a good choice for yeah for shutting out that around you yeah so that, that's funny. that's about as far as i go besides that i i tend to buy a
0: music that i hear on the borderlands games or
1: <laughs> mark would be proud of you
0: yeah. yeah so as
1: soon as i hear it i was like i gotta have that <laughs> yeah that's that's good music yeah my um my my like if you were to look at my iPhone or look at my iPod that has more of my music, it's it's schizophrenic. I mean, I won't even say yes. it's eclectic. It's just schizophrenic because I have yes. like all my like music from when I have music from like the 80s and the early 90s, which was like my like high school and um, college days. So I have music from there. And then I have this big gap where I just kind of like missed all of popular music. And now I have all this dance music. Yeah. So I have all from like my Zumba classes and from dance classes. <laughs> so I have all I'm just like I look at it sometimes and I'm like, wow, I hope nobody ever analyzes me based on this. Because <laughs> I don't want to know what they'd have to say.
0: Well, and there, there is a decade in there of music that probably isn't that bad
1: that you missed anyway. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I, I don't really feel like I missed very much of anything. But, you know, no. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, what about audiobooks
0: instead of uh, instead of uh, reading books? What about if you just want to listen? This is a good time of year to do that.
1: This is a great time of year for that. Um, I want to recommend my all-time favorite audiobook series, uh, which are the Harry Potter books by J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah. Audiobooks. If you haven't listened to them, they are without a doubt – the best audiobooks you'll ever listen to. They're really? read, yeah. They're read by um, a voice actor, Jim Dale, and he is just outstanding. He does voices for all the characters. Aw, that's fantastic. They are better characterizations, I think, than many of the characterizations in the movies. <laughs> he is just absolutely. You, you will be amazed at how many voices he can come up with, and and they're just. It's so great. And he also did um, Peter Pan, the original Peter Pan. He read the – he's recorded oh, that. okay. I'm sure he's recorded others. Uh, those are the only ones that I've listened to. But there's just something about his reading, and you can tell that he loved the books as he was reading and doing the vocal characterizations. And yeah. so all that kind of comes through in the audiobook, and they really are – kind of the best of what an audio performance is so and he won you know recording awards and all that for them too so oh cool yeah it's brings good stuff. Oh man I, th- I need to look this up because
0: I was looking at something the other day or maybe it was you that was telling me that um, of some
1: um, audio books that will Wheaton read Oh yeah yeah he has he has uh, some books that he has recorded for like friends of his who are authors and he's done his own work that he's recorded. So, I saw
0: that somewhere. Right? Yeah. I don't
1: remember where. You can get all those. I think they're on Audible, actually. Yeah. If not would, mistaken. Yeah. These were not obscure books. Yeah. They were, yeah. Um, he's fun to listen to because he's got a really good oration as well and oh yeah how wonderful beats, presentation yeah his 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 voice and and how he controls it and that's a lot of what um, makes a good audio book makes or breaks a good audio book because there are some books that you can listen to on audio that just don't come through
0: yeah maybe i can i can look that up here in a minute and remind everybody but the audio book that i would recommend um is wool by hugh howey and i recommend it recommended wool um earlier this year because I was I I read it and it's a a trilogy Mm -hmm. Um, I'm getting ready to start shiver I believe Um, and it's a really good series but the whole time that I was reading I was like you know what I bet this would be great in audio Mm. because it's a very atmospheric book Mm -hmm. and it's also very much involved with uh, being in the characters heads and being able to hear someone expl- speak those feelings mm-hmm. and those reactions and, and, and moods and everything, I think would be just bring that whole thing alive.
1: Yeah. That, well, that's one of the r- ways I feel about the Harry Potter books, too. Like, understanding the characters with a different kind of depth once you hear somebody interpret exactly. their voice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do we got next? We did books. What about videos? Um. I didn't put any videos, but I but after I put my the script together, I had an idea which was if you want to download some fun videos off like YouTube, or you can stream if you're in an airport that has free Wi-Fi and you can stream videos. I would highly recommend watching the Slow Mo Guys on YouTube. Just search for the Slow Mo Guys. They blow things up. You know. <laughs> And record it in, you know, super high definition, uh, slow motion and show what it looks like as it's blowing up. That's hilarious. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, one of their most famous ones is um, a big like water balloon, like this gigantic water balloon um, that they both ended up having to jump on to finally get it to pop. Yeah. And then watching the water pop from it. Um They shot a bunch of Dr. Pepper, I think it was, like four, two liters of Dr. Pepper with a crossbow. (laughs) Um, They did some explosions. They got some money from, uh, I think, from PlayStation to do some, um, to actually blow up buildings like they do in Battlefield. (laughs) and they recorded those i mean they they're just there's just a lot of fun and uh it's one of those things where you you can get easily into a loop and just keep watching their videos over and over again for like the next thing you know an hour has gone by
0: (laughs) that's pretty cool i'm gonna have to look that up because the water in slow motion is just fascinating to me
1: yeah it really is actually and they have a oh they blew paint up and then you know track the splatters and like you know they're wearing like white jackets and then you can see where the splatters go and they slow it down so you can actually see like how the drops hit the water I mean it's just and it's beautiful and they set it to this music that's totally like tranquil but they're blowing things up (laughs) I love it it's this great juxtaposition and they're from the UK and so they have they're very they're very kind of quirky you know great personalities in general so I would check them out for some videos Okay, I found the Will Wheaton books. Okay. Which is
0: hilarious because he <laughs> he reads uh Ready Player 1 that I just <laughs> mentioned. And so maybe instead of getting it to read, you might want to get his audio audiobook yeah. because if he reads it, that that book is just it's wonderful and yeah. I can imagine him bringing it to life. That's hilarious. Um and the other one is Red Shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, course. by John
1: Scalzi and Scalzi, that was yeah. a
0: that was a real popular sci-fi book, and he yeah. reads it. Yeah,
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Definitely worth checking those out. I'm sure they'd be great.
0: Well, for videos, for me, I think that um, this time of year, it's a great time to catch up on any network television that you might have missed.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, because the show, some some um, some of the websites, they'll cycle off their episodes mm-hmm. and they they only keep posted the most recent ones. Right, but it's a good time to catch up. And Brooklyn Nine Nine is a great comedy. It's a great time uh, way to uh, pass time. It's quality and it's short. It's mm-hmm. not it's not too long. Um, and you can get the full episodes on the Fox Network or you can purchase them off of Amazon. Either way, uh, if you know how long your trip's going to be, you could just purchase one or two episodes.
1: Right, And right. have them downloaded.
0: Yeah. If you've got a longer trip, I'd recommend uh, renting the uh, Cornetto trilogy because it's all out now. Mm -hmm. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End, which I still haven't seen. I think I'm going to get that one. Oh, my God. Yeah. You need to see that so bad. I've seen so few movies this year. I've just been really, really disappointed in the movies this year. We'll have to talk about that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other one would be the Hunger Games. I think that's a, another one. It's a good time to catch up. Yeah, yeah. On on videos, especially so if you a- might have a chance over the holidays to go yeah.
1: to the movies more likely or catch up on the new one that just came out. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think our last category is podcast. It is our last category is podcasts, and I have on my list two of our favorite uh, yeah. podcasts and some of our our best podcasting friends. I suppose you could say. Yes. Yes. So definitely go check out The Married Gamers. If you haven't done that already, they're, you have 300 plus episodes yeah. <laughs> of theirs to go check out. And they always have a great conversation and, and do some really good stuff too. So uh, definitely check them out. Um, the other one I had as a recommendation were The Ladies of Leet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a couple of their hosts on and they're also fantastic and have some great conversations and recommendations for games and gaming. So... Check, check those guys out.
0: Yeah. You won't be disappointed. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to be able to do all of these because it's, it is such a great time to catch up on stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm thinking of all the podcasts I wish I need to catch up on. I just enjoy them so much, but no time. Um, I haven't listened to either of these, but I was so excited when I saw them. I I know that I'm going to download them for this upcoming trip. Um, you can get the TED Radio Hour, and if you... Which is associated with TED Talks, TED right? Talks, yes. If, if you miss the TED Talks, if you don't get... You know, all the time I sit down, and I'm thinking, uh, you know... I, if I ever get a chance, you know, I'll, I'll waste, waste some time put and I'll pl- fill in with TED Talks. And mm-hmm. I never end up doing it. Right. So I was really excited to see that there's uh, the TED Radio Hour. Um, and also, I, I believe I mentioned earlier in the year that I've taken some free online courses with Coursera. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was excited to see that they've got some of their courses um, on iTunes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so you can download some of those. And besides the fact that if you... Uh, sign up for the classes. You can all you always can download the videos that they're showing for the classes and save them on your hard drive, right? And then upload them to your device, right? So yeah, so you can whatever have them you yeah, so, you so whatever. Yeah. If you didn't get caught up, if you're behind, or there's a there's a course during the year you know that you're going to want to see, but you don't have time to do it, go ahead and sign up so that you can download and save the videos, mm-hmm. and then load them up on your device, and and you can watch them sometime. Yeah. Vacation trip or something like that.
1: Add a little add a little scholarly time to your to your vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably
0: not the best suggestion. Everybody's. Everybody's gonna be fat and happy during the holidays. <laughs> I don't think, on a break. What are you talking about Coursera? Some well, fun, for, like for, film spotting or something. Yeah,
1: so. <laughs> I was surprised that wasn't on your list of podcasts, actually. Well, I've mentioned it
0: before, right. and I'm such a fan that it's it's one of those that that kind of goes in the. Uh, Audience. pantheon you know yeah yeah it's just a quality quality podcast right yeah yeah i, I need to catch up with them but I, I, i'd be curious to hear what they think about the films that have been out this year because it's just yeah
1: right i wonder if they have a year in review episode or anything like that
0: yeah
1: yeah they do Something, yeah that's what i'll end up I getting so. about it yeah and check it out yeah well we would love to hear your recommendations too if you have some stuff that you're already planning to include in your travel playlist we'd love to hear what you're what you've got going on and what you're going to be watching and reading and audiobook listening to anything like that you've been listening to game on girl i'm the co-host rhonda
0: oglesby you can follow me on Twitter at rowroom. that's R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M, or email Rhonda at GameOnGirl.com.
1: And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz with two Zs, as I know, known on Twitter and Steam. And to give a quick shout out to a friend of mine, uh, David, who has provided me with not one, not two, not three, but four... Brand new games (laughs) on on Steam. (laughs) Oh, sweet. He gifted me with uh, The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead expansion, uh, Bioshock Infinite, and Tomb Raider. Snap! Yes. So, um, I... Really need to get into my Steam gaming in the next couple of weeks because I have no excuse. <laughs> no, you are going to have a fun holiday. vacation. I am. I'm very much looking forward to having some time off and some time to uh, to kick back and and actually take my gaming rig out for a little playtime. Uh, so thanks, David, for for your contributions. I will. And he even he even mentioned he's like you need to start doing some serious gaming. You need to do some <laughs> gaming, Regina. Here you go. <laughs> So I'm ready to go. So starting the new year, I will have lots for our wrap sessions uh, to talk about from Steam. So, yeah. As I said, if you got some suggestions for your travel playlist uh, that you'd like us to check out, please let us know. We're always looking for commercials as well. If you have a commercial you'd like us to talk about on the show or links to a site or topic you'd like us to discuss, please let us know. Send us a tweet. You can catch me or Rhonda on Twitter. Um, or you can catch us on our Facebook page or on the website gameongirl.com you can also find links to our iTunes and Stitcher streaming sites on the website as well. This podcast is edited by Ryan Broom at Desert Tree Media and the theme song Good Day by Triple Fox is used under a Creative Commons attribution license Thanks for listening and until next time, game on! Oh, bite me! Girls like gadgets too!